0: It is Monday night. I believe everything is working perfectly. We are here in studio for the journey. We're excited you are with us. Uh, one thing you can do to help us is to share the broadcast. Also, if you would like to become a part of what we do, you can go to this website, www.hcm-stratford.org. There is a donate button there. It helps us to continue to do what we do. Uh, unfortunately, everything on the planet costs money to do. So this is one of those things. But if you want to donate, you can do that there. Also, you can find us on YouTube. We're live YouTube, Facebook. Also, after the broadcast, we upload to Spotify, Podomatic, Deezer, and all the platforms for podcasts. You just search John Brown, Grace and Truth, and that is how you find our podcast. And lots of people have been letting us know that they've been blessed by the podcast. So make sure you check that out. And uh, yeah, welcome to Monday night. Monday night. <laughs> we are back. Mm-hmm. Come on, another week, another week, another and week. I'm just trying some stuff here, guys. We're uh, <laughs> uh, we're trying to figure out how we can do this for you guys and make sure everything works good.
1: Nice. Beautiful,
0: and I think I'll be able to do that.
1: That's better, I think.
0: Yeah, now everything everything looks good. Everything's oh oh, that's all ready. So awesome! We will be all set tonight. Sorry, we were just getting a little setup done for you guys. Yeah, but uh, thanks for tuning in and always being here. Yeah already i was like just feeling the presence a few few times there really intensely and i was like oh something good must be coming so make sure you guys also comment be a part of what we're doing um if you're on a phone and something hits your heart feel free to hit the little hearts and likes and it breaks all the algorithm things and gets us out there to the world
1: which is uh
0: what we want to do is
1: um get it out there
0: Bam, there we go. See, I already got my notification. Nice. It's just live on YouTube. Nice.
1: <laughs> and that's the nice
0: thing about subscribing, guys. If you subscribe on YouTube, you get notifications, all that stuff when we're live and when we're doing stuff. So we appreciate you guys so much. Ed and Orlean, we love you guys. And those who are regulars here, you know, we're and those who aren't, we just appreciate you guys. And we um, are excited to see what comes out of this as time continues and yeah, into our... I don't know, what is it now, second year?
1: Uh, August, I think we started two years ago. So this coming August will be two years. Wow. Hard to believe, isn't
0: it? It's a little bit, yeah.
1: my gosh.
0: And we've been pretty consistent. Like even, you know, we take a week here or there on a holiday and stuff, but...
1: But overall?
0: Overall, we're pretty consistent.
1: Yeah. (laughs) We're all right. We do okay. We've been here. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, there's lots of material. For people to go back on and to uh, you know meditate on and really dive into
0: one of the things I find that I like to do is when something begins to show fruit in my life I like to go back and and like dig through the revelation so that I don't miss out on anything yeah because it's like once it starts crossing the line from the head to the heart You want to kind of refresh it, you know, yeah, so that you get the full, like you want the full 100 full, not the 60 or 30, right? Right, right. Because then you got to go back around and learn it again, right? (laughs) Yeah. So we want the fullness. We want to see as he's revealing, you know?
1: Yeah, to walk in it. Mm. Let it be experiential, right? Back to that saying, better to kiss somebody than read about a kiss. In a book. That's right. (laughs) It's a lot better. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And we can all relate to that pretty yeah. easily. And that's really what what it is, is uh, God is saying, Hey, you can have the experience of being my friend and being with me or you can just read books about me. He's much more than a historical Jesus.
0: Well, and, and that was the thing that he's been really talking to me about is you have built your belief of me upon the teachings you've had yeah but really what you need to do is seek who i am and let that be what you stand on as he reveals himself to you because that's all these guys who wrote the scriptures had mm-hmm. encounter with god and they stood upon what he told them and it continued yeah. and and to not have relationship that way now doesn't make sense it's like well we have the bible now and yeah we don't have to have what they had and we have the great book that leads us, you know? And it's like, well, no. Where does it lead you? (laughs) Well, and that's the crazy thing, and I love when we we establish that, um, to know the Father is everlasting life, and it totally changes that scripture where Jesus says, you search the scriptures looking for eternal life, we think looking for heaven, but what he's really saying Mm. is you search the scriptures looking for the Father, looking for God, but yet God stands before you and you don't know and you don't even know and I believe that that when okay. that came out it was like a that was like a, a hint to us that you guys think you know me because you study the scriptures but yet I'm fully fully around you and you're unaware
1: yeah so knowing him and knowing about him are two absolutely complete things completely different things right yeah that's no, like <laughs> <laughs> it's like somebody like hit a switch mm-hmm. hello <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah yeah come on so yeah definitely and mm. um so I had this experience this week and I wasn't sure if God wanted me to talk about it or not but uh, I believe so so that's what I'm doing is I'm going to uh, talk a little bit about that what he what he sounds, showed me sounds great which is to go really uh we're going to climb the ladder a little bit just a little bit and and take a look at something from a different perception you know so um yeah i'm looking forward to that and then uh somebody was asking me a friend was asking me about um They'd heard me talk a little bit about dimensions and wondered if I'd mentioned dimensions and so at the end of of what I'm doing, I'll talk about dimensions for a bit, and again, I'm going to come at it from where I am uh, with it, I am no um physicist or <laughs> you know, but I have the understanding God has given me, yeah, and it's well in preliminary, and- let's put it that way.
0: And like one thing that I do know about you is you uh, spend a lot of time watching things that God brings you to, and yeah. and not just saying things to say them, but actually like having heard them before, like scientifically and stuff. Like we've, yeah, you know, like even like uh, I remember the first time you said like the light spectrum thing, and I was like, no way, and I went and checked it, and I was like, what the heck? Yeah, yeah, you know, because it's just like you know, some things sound so crazy, but it's I like. Know. We have to realize that there's so much available to us because I personally believe God reigns on the just and the unjust. Yes. Therefore, as Christ is being made manifest, it's through all creation. Yeah. And so the mind of Christ is actually put the human race in almost an accelerated point as it becomes the mind of Christ. Yes. And like science is just beyond anywhere they ever dreamed they would be at this point.
1: Yeah. Like, like, I believe that um, it gives us some confirmation or understanding of what the Lord unveils to us come on which he he did to Enoch anyways he's done it to people people in the past and I think there was a lot of revelation even in the human race at some point but yet um, it was some of it was still born out of ego, and so because of that, um, it didn't it didn't take them where they wanted to go. Mm-mm. In other words, like for instance, the Tower of Babel. Um, what is that? You know, it's a picture of something. They weren't um, just building some high building trying to get into heaven, whom we think happened there, but actually they were building a. Um, a way to get into heaven. That means a gate, a gate to access the dimensions, to Mm. go into the heavenlies. And it had to stop because they weren't in a place yet of understanding separation. They Mm. weren't in a place of knowing what it means to walk in the Spirit. And so it had to close up. (laughs) And so all the languages came. And we're moving back towards that. Like, technology is leaping ahead these days, and so is revelation. God's bringing great revelation into the world.
0: And we're really seeing the unification of culture and language through the Internet and through information. And and the more... That they try to keep it separate, the more that it becomes unified. Yeah. Like, even like, think about this is wild, right? So, uh one of the things that's happening right now mm. is um, in the Ukraine, that whole situation is happening and people want to help those people. Yeah. So, they have the idea to rent Airbnbs from people in the Ukraine to help them financially, just right to a person. You can just right. rent it, the money goes right to them, right? So, this
1: is a way of accessing money into the people's hands.
0: Exactly. And, like, even pay, uh, Airbnb. Now waived all the fees. They said we won't we won't take anything. All the money will go directly wow. to them. And I thought about that and I was like, what would that have looked like if World War One? Yeah if we could have just gave money to people to help them when they were starving? What what would it look like yeah. if refugees that had to flee the country could have just been blessed or online instantly? Like it's pretty wild when you think about that. That you don't have to go through an organization anymore. You don't have to the hoops are disappearing hoops. that separate us, yes. you know? Yeah. And uh even even what's taking place, there's no hiding it anymore, right? Like no. there was a lot of that in World War One and World War Two where it was like we were catching up as information was coming out, where now TikTok and all mm. these things, people are airing <laughs> what is happening live on the ground. Yeah. The separation is leaving. Yeah. And and the truth is well, the experience of what they're going through is coming out, right? Yeah. And it's I just feel like it's weird that we're getting closer as a global community. Yeah. You know, and it's it's pretty powerful, I think. I think it's it, a picture. It is. It is.
1: Um and it's always a shadow of a greater truth. Yes, yes. Right? If we can understand these things that, you know, we are one. We are quantumly entangled as one. Block. <laughs> what happened? Oh block, Those yes. yes.
0: <laughs> but it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah.
1: (laughs) Um, Mm. Somehow I've got something going on that uh, (laughs) it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. Uh, Everything is good. Uh, Yeah. Mm. All right. So we'll jump into a couple of things here. Wow. And then we will, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Holy know, smokes. see how she goes. Come on. How she flows. Um. So in Romans 3, in the uh, uh, Tree of Life version, it says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So we have fallen from a state of glory into, it says... Sin is separation. We've talked about this from a robotic... rabidical. Rub, thank you. <laughs> Understanding. Uh, sin is separation, or they called it error. So we got to realize that some there was an error that took place, mm. and that it created separation in our minds, and we descended into a state called carnality or earthly. It's just words from a place of spirit or in the glory of God. Mm -hmm. So if we could picture that in your mind, and that there's a way to be restored, and we're going to talk about uh, another aspect of why Jesus came here. Because as you go up the ladder, you're going to see it differently. And we want to jump up just a little bit and look at this, what the Lord was saying to me tonight. So in Colossians 1.27, to whom God willed to make known, listen this, He willed to make known what the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. So Christ came into us as a seed and gave us the hope, His hope, of ascending once again, to that place called glory. Mm. From carnality to glory, from earthly to heavenly, right? It's a state of being in God. Okay, so we're all good on that, right? So the incomparable Christ, Colossians 1, for he rescued us from the dominion of what? Darkness. He transferred us into the kingdom of his beloved son in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. He's the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by him all things were created, both in the heavens and on the earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones, dominions, rulers, authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things and in him all things hold together he's much more than a man all things hold together in him and he's the head of the body the church the he is the beginning the firstborn from the dead Hmm. so he himself will come to have first place in everything now he is the beginning so who's at the beginning Yeshua You see that the firstborn from the dead so our idea is to 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 follow him He's the firstborn from the dead and that we then can be raised from this state called dead For it was the father's good pleasure for all the fullness to dwell in him and through him to reconcile all things to himself having made peace through the blood of his cross through him i say whether things on earth or things in heaven now you notice it says his cross the blood of his cross but then it says through him so we got to look a little more into what that is and although you were formerly listen alienated what hostile in mind Mm. it's about your mind engaged in evil deeds the evil deeds are the fruit of a hostility or separation in the mind yet he has now reconciled you where in his fleshly body through death in order to present you before him wholly blameless and without reproach if indeed you continue in the faith firmly established and steadfast not moved away from what the hope of the gospel that you heard that hope remember is to the hope of glory to come back mm. which was proclaimed in all creation under heaven and by the way we say that it still has to happen it told us right there it's already happened we're not waiting for it to happen because now we have internet that's not what it is so he says it was proclaimed in all creation under heaven and paul says which i'm a minister so Jacob's ladder or the stairway. John 151, Jesus says, basically tells us he's the stairway. This is how you get from carnality to spirit, from death to life, is ascending this thing God reveals called Jacob's Ladder. He said he's the living word, Jesus, the light. The revelation in the blood, which is his DNA, of the genealogy of spirit or heaven. Mm. So his genealogy or who we are as heavenly beings is in the DNA of which we received when we receive him. But then we have to ascend in this revelation or light in order to understand. So we see this in John 1 three to five all things came into being through him apart from him nothing came into being that has come into being hmm. so if you think there's something outside of christ it's not scriptural including satan himself everything you see it it's all there doesn't matter what you think yeah. this is what the scripture tells us all things were made in christ for christ through christ and for Christ, all things. In him, Yeshua, was life. And the life was the light of men. So Jesus came with his life to bring light. This was the purpose of why he came, not to make you feel bad, but to take you somewhere. He says, the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. And what it means there, comprehend, is to obtain or perceive it. We, in the darkness, we do not perceive the light and what it actually is. We'll break this down a little bit. Darkness is being blind, living out of our mind, which is carnality. Out of our own state. We chose to veil ourselves from the mind of Christ and to live out our own understanding. We chose to believe we're separate from God and one another, which is in rabbinic understanding, error or sin. Wow. This brought about spiritual death. We were warned and then ultimately physical death, as this is what we believe gets us to heaven. We believe the way to get to heaven is to die, and yeah. therefore death's okay to us.
0: Well, it actually had become our God, really. or well, mm. our door
1: to God, we should say. But yeah. Christ is actually the door. Yes.
0: And I love, um, I love where it says that he is the cornerstone, because if you go back, Cornerstone then meant something totally different than now.
1: Yeah, then we now
0: we think it's the block in the corner of the building with the date on it, right? But back then it was actually a a tri, a three sided stone, like a triangular stone. Yeah, so three again, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Trinity, or whatever you like, you could tie it into all those things that we do. Yeah, and then it would be put in the center of an archway to take the pressure from the other stone. So all the pressure meets at that stone, and it holds the door open. Holds the door open. Which is what Christ came to do. Yes. Open the door to the Father, not through death, but through life. Yes. Not through the giving into decay, but the finding of,
1: of, of life. true
0: life, eternal life. And
1: that life is, is the life. revealed by light. <laughs> yeah. Right? So this is what he came to do. It's good. Yeah. Come on. So all the time heaven is within us Mm. as a state of being in Christ. Mm. When the second veil is removed and you ascend back up the staircase from glory to glory to the place where you fell from, the place of called the glory, hope of the glory, of ascending back to this place. So in Hebrews 9, 10, it says, the Holy Spirit is signifying this, that the way into the holy of holies of the holy place hasn't yet been disclosed while the outer tabernacle is still standing. While we're still living in carnality, we don't see. It's a symbol of this present time, because remember there's uh, uh, time uh, during, present time, and the age to come. So the age to come is, is the unveiling of the Father. That's where we're to go, into that place. Mm-hmm. It's a triune thing again. That's even a state of being. It's, yes,
0: it's it's a dim, well, like a dimension. It's it's here, but it's the age to come.
1: Yes, it's here now for whoever will.
0: Yeah, whoever will cross that line.
1: Yes. So, according to both gifts and sacrifices are offered, which cannot make the worshipper what perfect in conscience. Mm. So all that we do, if you look at the way we've understood Western Christianity, we are still sin conscious. Because our conscience has not been made clean because we're living in carnality. It's all right there.
0: We're still living out of a sacrifice.
1: Yes. And still out of a, instead of a whole being. We don't know what happened yet.
0: God is whole. He, he's either, that's why I said there's no condemnation in Christ. No
1: because he's
0: whole, he lacks nothing and he gave and to us And he's talking
1: union. In Christ is different than having Christ. Yes. In Christ.
0: And so he gave to us mm. that same position or revealed to us that we always had it, either one. Yeah. Depending where you're at right now. Mm-hmm. You know, and so there's he he did a complete work. Yeah. But if you don't believe that, if you're still waiting for him to come and finish what he started, then you'll always live in lack, and you'll never be able to enter the temple because the old tabernacle is still sacrifices They're every still week.
1: They're still in that tent of meeting. They're in the
0: eon of sacrifice. Yes. The ram. That's it. Trapped.
1: Trapped. <laughs> and so it says, wow. he gives a bit of more understanding of this. He goes, um, since they only relate to food, drink, and washings, regulations for the body. Now, what he's telling you is food, drink, all these things are outside of you, so you're still living looking out instead of looking in, until it says they're imposed until a time of reformation for you personally, and then there's corporately, that we would come into a reforming of what was, to reform what was, and to wake up to the very thing that uh, God has done. And as we, we're talking about the journey, basically, tonight is what, again, what we're doing is this ladder, this staircase. If it helps you, the staircase. Once you have a foot on the next step, you got to take your foot off the last step. Or you can't ascend. That's right. And that's a difficult thing for people because their security is in where the foot is, not in the case itself and what God's doing for us. So when you see this, you understand that Jesus came to bring a reformation and a reconciliation of all things once again into Himself in that state of uh, union, marriage, in spirit, Mm -hmm. heaven. And so our problem is we're still living in a a world of separation. We still see good and evil instead of what God's doing. So in John 3, Jesus answered. I tell you the truth, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless he's born of water and the Spirit. So he's telling us right there, water is is the consciousness above the firmament, which is God's the consciousness of God, the awareness, fully aware, but it's also the cleansing of the old to enter into the new. So there's a cleansing of the water that cleanses us from carnality. And then we're born into spirit. You can't, uh, you gotta be cleansed of one in order to enter into the other. So if you're still sin conscious, you've not been born of spirit.
0: Mm.
1: It's just, it's clear.
0: Isn't it funny how a water breaks before a baby's born?
1: Yes, exactly.
0: Like, there's a water that breaks, you know, and it's like we have to accept fully what he's done and let it go. And, and let it go. Or we can't move forward because we'll always not feel good enough. We'll live in a mindset of lack and we won't be able to enter his presence because uh, to the the degree you fear judgment is the degree you'll pr- uh, approach the Father. Remember? we Yes. We did a video on that yeah. like 10 years ago, yeah. you know? And that was such a simple revelation, but powerful, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So um, Jesus says, you shouldn't be surprised at, at my saying. You must be born again. In another translation, it says what? Born from above. Yeah. It's spirit. Heaven. Not of carnality. He goes, the wind blows wherever pleases. You hear its sound? But you cannot tell where it comes from or where it's going. So it is with everyone born of the Spirit. So this is what happens to us. We begin to be awakened and born of the Spirit and begin to uh, be cleansed of the way we understood everything previously. I like what Adam Becker says. He goes, I tell you the truth, when Christ said in the verse above that Spirit gives birth to Spirit, Christ wasn't talking about the spirit being found in a 12-step Romans road process that meets all the modern theologians approval and he was not talking about saying a prayer or just accepting what he did on the cross and reading your bible once a day as the way to be born of his spirit. Christ had more in mind or he would have laid it all out for us then and there in that verse for it could have been confined to man's re it couldn't be confined sorry to man's reason and a twelve-step process, then he surely would have laid it out for us, and there knowing that for all time people would be reading that verse, not to mention the man Christ was speaking to, which was Nicodemus. He would have liked uh, a process and for an answer, with reason, it would all line up with the Old Testament Scriptures. Instead, Christ said of the Spirit, the wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear it sound, but you can't tell where it comes from or where it's going. So it is with everyone born of the Spirit. This cannot fit into man's understanding, even the understanding that we have from the epistles and the rest of the New Testament. It can never fit into anyone's theology or 12-step process. Remember, the mind is hostile against God. It separated itself and even religion can create a 12-step program or create these things as it understands but it doesn't mean it knows what spirit really is I can say it all day long I can stand in a garage and call myself a car all day yeah doesn't make me a car no right no it doesn't so We want to know better, what I said, better to kiss than read about it, and then have great understanding out of a book. You want to have intimacy with Jesus. You want to have intimacy with Jesus. Um, hmm. Maybe I'll interject this for a moment. I wasn't going to, it wasn't in here, but I will. On this journey, uh, I was talking to Jeremy about it a bit today, it's like, on this journey of intimacy i learned something this is quite a few years ago but it started out as me experiencing the presence of god Mm. and that was amazing (laughs) i mean wow i mean it had been so long and for some people it's like this is everything right come on but the presence was just telling it was an invitation to me I didn't know it was like a call on the phone that was saying, Hey, do you want to go out on a date? Well, was I happy about the call or do I want to go on the date? Right? There's, yeah. there's this, this, the presence was to lead me somewhere. And so I was enjoying the presence and we were getting pretty rocked. And then one day the Lord said to me that, um, let's go a step further here. He said, when you feel my presence, Don't just keep reading the Bible. Don't keep just reading a book. Don't just keep, uh, if you're talking to somebody, don't just keep carrying on in the conversation. When you feel my presence, it's me tapping you on the shoulder about something. So Moses, it says, it wasn't enough to see the works of God's hands like the children of Israel. He said, I want to know your ways. To know somebody's ways, I've joked with you before, if you go to your house and you serve me cauliflower, you don't know me. Yeah. Because I don't like cauliflower. So pickled's not bad, but you know what I'm talking about. So it's about knowing the person, right? Yeah. And another analogy would be this. I'm a healing evangelist. And everywhere I go, I I feel the presence of God. And I move in healing because that's what I do. Yeah. That's not knowing Jesus.
0: You think it's a gift activator instead of an invitation. Yeah.
1: Like if God shows up, how do I know what he wants to do unless I ask him? So what if he comes in and he goes, you know what? I feel like having a party tonight. These people look pretty dead. I think what we're gonna do is pour wine tonight. I'm not gonna heal anybody, is that okay? Well, since you're God, that's just (laughs) fine. So you're gonna pour out wine, all right. And the Lord pours out the wine of his spirit and people get drunk in the glory Mm. and they fall in love deeper with Jesus. That's a great night. So then the next week I'm somewhere else speaking and he uh, starts to move, his presence comes, but he wants to do deliverance tonight. So all of a sudden, there's deliverance going on all over the room. He's not doing what I think, he's doing what he's doing. So I carry the briefcase. I don't tell him what's in it. That's a step of of knowing somebody. So I began to realize that presence would come. He'd tap me on the shoulder. Let's say I'm reading a scripture. I'm reading the Bible and I'm reading and all of a sudden I'm at a certain verse and the presence hits me. Don't keep going to the next verse. Stop right there. Say, Jesus. What is it you want to talk to me about in this verse? What do you want to show me about this? And then just spend time with him right there because he wants to talk to you about that verse.
0: Yeah, it's like he's highlighting it so that your attention will be grabbed. Yes. And I love Norlene threw up a little while ago, perception, and it's like mm-hmm. nothing changes your perception quicker than the voice of God. Right. You know what I mean? Like when it. when it jumps out of the word or jumps out of John's mouth or jumps off yes. the page... Or you're it...
1: standing talking to somebody, right? And all of a sudden, you're in the conversation, and at one point, yeah, the presence hits. Don't keep just filling in. Yeah, Talk about that thing then, because as soon as you do, the glory will start coming because Jesus said, hey, they're actually listening to me. Yeah. And he starts moving through it, right? Well, and we become aware of what's probably surrounding us in that moment
0: Yeah, where God's trying to help us to enter into that that other state of being. Yes. He's saying, here, here's a little like booster shot. Pay attention, right? Yes. And if we
1: do, that's where they can get yeah. really good. So that right there is worth a lot. I got to tell you, that was one, a, a pivotal moment in my life when the Lord said that to me. And then he gave me an example where I was talking to somebody and we we're in this discussion about something and his presence came and I kept in the discussion, and then I stopped. I got up and I asked God. I said, "God, forgive me for ignoring you." Mm. And I, I walked across the room and went into a trance and had this powerful experience with Him, because He wanted me to mature. This is about maturity. Do I love the presence? Yes. And I get start to get you know, drunk in the presence of His great love for me and the joy of my salvation. But I want to know Jesus. I want to be mm. His friend. More than that, I want to be His wife. I want to be, you know, that it, these are all levels of intimacy. And in order to be that intimate with Him, I've got to start somewhere, and yeah. I've got to grow. So there was a maturity of when I finally realized the presence was the intention of God in the moment. And if I would stop what I think should be going on <laughs> and, and follow his intention, I'd be like Jesus who did nothing except what he's seen and heard the Father doing. That's what's really important. Yeah. And so intimacy is extremely important here. It's not a 12-step process. It's not about getting scalps. It's about being a friend of God, like Moses. I want to know your ways, Lord. I want to know your ways. I want to be a friend. I want to walk with you and be about your business. You know? And what's his business? The Father. Come on. So Hebrews 1, and just right there. Just stop for a moment. His presence deepened right there. Lord, just quicken to people right now with your presence how important this is to be a friend of God we can say it but if we're not willing to submit to your presence and what you're doing then we are just religious and filled with pride we think we know and I don't cause you father to submit to my intellect because I don't have much right i want to submit to the creator who's my beloved right it's just about the the love of the father revealed in jesus to you and i yes dad (laughs) yeah see that's what it's all about right there isn't it just that right there yeah jesus intimacy into me see
0: yes, into really. me
1: see dad mm. Woo! <laughs> yeah yeah
0: and that you know the wild thing is is mm. the more that you spend time in that that place yeah um of of honoring the presence really in your life not just in a church service but in your everyday life yeah Yes. And that's that's where it really <laughs> unfolds. And I remember one time um, in Montreal, I was in uh, an encounter by myself, and it got so thick. I remember asking him, like, what are you doing this for? Like, right. no one will ever know how crazy this moment was. <laughs> it's hidden, Lord. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, he wasn't doing it to glorify himself. He didn't have any alternative motive he was just wanting to be fully with me in that moment and wanted me to experience yeah that oneness I guess with him which mm. is
1: really what the gospel is all about
0: yeah he doesn't it's so wild cuz you know we have all these sayings you know yeah I won't make Jesus famous it's like man yeah. Jesus already is famous bro you don't yeah. need you yeah. you know <laughs> what well,
1: you think you need to make Jesus famous <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what wrong is that? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. right? And
0: it's like, you know, I'm his hands and his feet. It's like I don't know about that one. <laughs> yeah, I think he's still <laughs> got some hands and feet <laughs> on him. Yeah. It's just like learning that even if you know, um <laughs> even if I never did <laughs> a thing again. No. <clears throat> mm. He would still love and pour out and Yeah. It'd be powerful. Uh
1: yeah oh god you're so good (laughs) I I don't know what we'll just uh yeah (laughs) it's funny
0: because I know Eddie's getting whacked right now Mm -hmm. and it's like our guys have learned to uh drink deep over the years our friends and Mm -hmm. you know as we've walked together as friends we've had so many times where God just like takes over you know
1: yeah Mm -hmm. this is what Christianity really is yeah it's I'm about ripped. two hearts beating together. Two
0: hearts. Mm, it is. It's uh Beat as one.
1: Um, 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 um I can't think lights. of
0: it <laughs> 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 mm. Woo um, go down uh, and the Oh sun. that's
1: it. Mm. Yeah. Um yeah
0: the that's it oh, yeah I, I,
1: <laughs> I, I can see the scripture I just can't say it um, here we'll fish it out we'll it's, a boat, like a boat. About, um, it's about about <laughs> it's in um, a boat um, <laughs> um, anyway I'm gonna give you a piece of the scripture because like I'm not getting it It's okay. your burden is light and your yoke is easy yes so what what if his burden is l-i-g-h-t mm. it's about light not yeah. light. <laughs> anyway, just threw that in. <laughs> uh, so, in Hebrews 1, 1 to 3, it says, And at many times and in many ways, God spoke long ago to the fathers through the prophets. In these last days, he has spoken to us through a son, whom he appointed heir of all things, through whom he created the universe. This son is the radiance of his glory, the imprint of his being. You want to know what the Father looks like and acts like? It's Yeshua. He has upholded all things by the powerful word. When he had made perfection for our sins, our separation, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. It's talking about when He sat down at the right hand of the Majesty on high, it's He sat down in the complete authority as the Father, one, full authority. Mm. The right hand is the strength, right? So it says He spoke to us now through His Son. So how important is the living Word of God? How important is this ladder? We want to go now up the ladder from sin consciousness of the tree of good and evil to see the light shining in the darkness to bring us out of blindness this is what we've been talking about in scripture all night jesus says in john 12 as light i have come into the world so that everyone who trusts in me should not remain in darkness." So why did he come? When I am in the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, when I first come to know there is a Yeshua (laughs) and I become saved, Yeah. right? At that moment, I become sin conscious because I am now conscious of the tree that I've always be, been a part of.
0: The lights came on. You see where you are.
1: Yes. But even at that point, I still don't understand. I think that's the whole story. I think Jesus died for my sins, for my good and evil, yeah. and that now I get to go die and go to heaven someday. Well, and but, I
0: still believe that I have to somehow maintain this goodness. Yes. Or if I fall immediately run to him because in case i die and i didn't get to
1: him right i'm gonna be toast so exactly (laughs) right so i didn't realize though because people taught me that now i didn't realize that i had been con i became conscious of where i was yeah so then i needed to metanoia which means turn around From the mind of man looking outward and look within to spirit and become Christ conscious. Because Christ is now in me as a seed. So I got to turn metanoia from being uh, first woke up. It's okay. It's part of the journey. I'm on a step. I become conscious that I was a part of a tree, which is the mind of man both these trees are in you the mind of man i became conscious that i'd been in it in a a mind set the mind of man called carnality sin conscious Mm -hmm. but then i had preachers of sin consciousness and they kept me there but i needed to turn repent is to metanoia it's repentance is a roman catholic word that was brought about to control the masses. It is not biblical. The biblical word is metanoia, to change your mind from the mind of man to the mind of Christ, where separation began, where the fall began, where the veil was put up, and we're living out in the darkness. And the light comes, Jesus comes. When you see the revelation of this, Jesus comes into the outer world, manifests himself as a light in the darkness to tell us where we fell and where to return to, to the hope of glory, right? And so it's a powerful thing when you start to see this. Calvary, the very place Christ was crucified, Mm -hmm. is called Golgotha, which means place of the skull. So Jesus is trying to say, you think it was a mistake that he was crucified on that mountain? He was crucified there to show you that within your skull, within your own mind, is the problem. And you must die to this thing.
0: I just had this picture. Yeah.
1: There was three crosses.
0: Yeah. And three states of being. One in complete carnality, one being awakened, and one in spirit.
1: Yes. All three were there. That's good, man. That's wild, Real good. Eh? Yes. It's always picture to reveal something. Did Jesus do this? Yes. Did He die for my sins? Yes. But then I must climb up higher to see who He is. And it'll be higher. There'll be more to go here. This is just what He showed me this week, is that He was a light that came. And then in Philippians 1, 21, it says, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. So I must die to the carnal mind. Yeah. Right? and live to the mind of Christ, the spirit of Christ, that's where I once, I begin to come into a place of oneness, unity.
0: Yeah, and even even, uh, I was thinking about when Paul talks about Christ, Mm -hmm. the more he talks about Christ, the less and less you hear separation in the messages. Yes. To the point where you get to Ephesians, which they believe is one of his last books. Where he's like you were in christ before this all began you were wrapped into him folded like dough he's like trying to show you that there was never a second where you weren't with him
1: only in your mind yeah when you ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and if you eat from this tree
0: you will die well and really what we did was we accepted the world that was presented to us yeah and and we we were born um from god and then taught blindness. Yeah, remember? Because going... my kids aren't blind. They tell me crazy stuff all the time yeah. man, I, that I just marvel at. Like,
1: I don't even know how to handle. But see, remember, we're going off our journey to a place nearby.
0: Yeah, and, and that's what I mean is like... When we, we
1: arrive, we'll realize we've always been.
0: We accepted a world that was pulled over our eyes as yes. we grew up. Yes, and, and Programming. Yeah, the programming. Matrix. Exactly, the matrix, yeah. And so what happens is is Christ turns on the light, all of a sudden you start to see the tree, right? Mm -hmm. The root of the program is the tree, but the problem is you don't see the program yet. No. You just see the tree. And it's like only through intimacy do you start to see the program because you start to, when you spend time with God, He will challenge you on things. Yeah. The hints in scripture are there to challenge us to look deeper. God doesn't want you to just follow blindly. That's not who He is. No, He He. That doesn't make any sense. He's a God of relationship. He's a God of intimacy. It might like you know what I mean. He wants it to be an
1: interactive experience. Where thus that, the hiding was is so you find
0: exactly, and we know He's that hide and seek we, man.
1: Yeah. We did it as kids. Come on.
0: Well, and and we quote it all the time. It's the glory of God to hide him out of mm-hmm. the glory of kings to seek it out. But this is the crazy thing is the program teaches you to Mm. not question. For if you use logic, Mm -hmm. you could be deceived. And it's like, well, wait a minute. What if the the keys of freedom and deception are on the same hook? Yeah. You know, like, we got to go get the keys.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm not going to stay in the prison cell. They're both right there. Yeah, there's a chance I could grab the wrong one. But I'd rather make a mistake than stay bound.
1: We might as well get out of the boat with Pete.
0: Yeah. Like, it's like I would, like, someone asked me one time, like, what if you're wrong? And I said, you know what? I am okay standing before God believing he was too good. Yeah.
1: (laughs) We're now with Brother Lawrence. You know? uh, If I love him too much, that's his problem. He's going to have to solve it.
0: Yeah. Like, I'm good with it. I've settled it. Like, he's, I'm never going to regret believing that he was better than than I thought.
1: Right. You know? Mm. So, light shining in the darkness. Good. Shining to reveal that we have been uh, deceived by this <laughs> mind of man carnality, which is based in the tree of right and wrong. Yeah. Right? So what? now there's a couple of scriptures here that are so interesting. It says, Isaiah 11, 3 says, Jesus, he delighted um, in the fear of Adonai. He will not judge by what his eyes see, nor decide by what his ears hear." So if you think this through, what he's actually saying is what it says in Proverbs 9.10, the fear of Adonai is the beginning of wisdom, and knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. So the fear of the Lord, Jesus delighted in it. So we're to delight in it. Why? It causes you to turn and see. Jesus didn't judge anymore by the outside world, which is called the appearances.
0: Yeah, come on.
1: He now only had righteous judgment. Righteous is right standing in the Father. So he's now showing us the way, he's showing us that you must live from the Spirit. The fear of Adonai is to turn you from, which is the wisdom, to from carnality, the carnal mind, the state of death, to life in the Father, which is love and peace and righteousness in the Holy Spirit. That's where he's turning you to. It's the beginning of wisdom. But then you access the ecstasy of God. You access this place you didn't even know. So to die to carnality and to live in spirit, that's what we're called to do. It's like the two halves. You gotta choose the tree of life, which is in spirit, which is like the wind. The wind is the Holy Spirit. So mortality is to put on immortality. That is more, more than about dying. But it's about being born from above to live in spirit is what it's about. And in so doing, we can be transfigured. Transformed by the renewing of your mind is the same word as transfigured. Transfigured like Jesus on the mountain of transfiguration. He's showing you who you really are so that we can wake up from the dead and choose life. The light comes, he showed me, the light comes to expose the darkness I'm in, and then show me the way home. It begins to pierce and then carries me up Jacob's ladder, which is Yeshua himself, John 151. Revelation, we say from glory to glory to glory, he carries you up that ladder, up that staircase, into the Father, which is back into Spirit, a renewing of mind, transfigured from death to life. And isn't it funny, it said, back to the beginning, which is where Jesus is. He's, he is the beginning. We're still in the womb in this whole situation until we are born into the beginning of what God created. So the, in Matthew 9, 10 and 13, it says, It happened that Jesus was reclining at the table in the house. Behold, many tax collectors and sinners came and were dining with Jesus and his disciples. He's hanging out with people. When the Pharisees saw this, they said to his disciples, Why is your teacher eating with the tax collectors and the sinners? So they're concerned. Like the older brother and the prodigal son, they're concerned about Jesus, but they don't have enough balls to go and ask him themselves. Yeah, but they go to the disciples, "What the heck's he doing, man? Doesn't he know?" And Jesus heard this. Of course he heard it. He knew about it long before he got to the house, right? Yeah, he did it on purpose. He said, "It is not those who are healthy." Who need a physician but those who are sick but go and learn what this means I desire compassion not sacrifice for I did not come to call the righteous and when he says that he means you who think you are righteous that you're not sick full of pride come on he goes that's who he's talking about but I came for sinners those that know they're separate from god and are looking for life well and a lot of people don't understand that when you ate a meal with someone in hebrew
0: culture it was almost like putting your stamp of approval on them you were saying this is my family yeah this is like eating was a very sacred thing to them it was a type of almost um honoring Yeah, it was because food was scarce. It wasn't like we have it. Like they didn't roll up to Walmart and grab a bunch of chips and stuff like they shared of what they had. And they were basically saying, I'm going to take from my plate to give to you because you're family. And that's what that's why I always talked about eating together, because it was taking of what I have. Yeah. And giving to you. And so Jesus was taking of what he had and was giving to them who people saw as lesser but really they were actually closer to him than those who thought they were fine. Yes,
1: yeah. So isn't this amazing? The light shines on the skull, <laughs> tells you you have to die yeah. to carnality, yeah. to, to live to Christ, Yeah. and then he says, I'm the way, and glory to glory, he takes you back to the Father, which is to open that veil. Remember the second veil that's still closed? Yeah. He opens it, and there you are at the beginning. Come on, where you are one in the Father.' It's, it's a beautiful picture, I mean, but I realized when he was telling me this, I mean, um, I, I also felt the fear of the Lord because I realized that it meant that you had to die to carnality. You had to let go this. you can't stand on the fence with this thing. Jesus didn't hang up there on the cross and then they just let him off he actually died and that's showing us something that we have to completely die to the outside carnal world that doesn't mean we don't live in it it means we're not controlled by it yeah, we come and not out of the judging yeah. we come out of the system out of the constructs out of
0: this world yes and
1: live from the spirit which is the kingdom of god which we're washed from the mind of man and we receive the baptism of the spirit of god and we begin mm. to walk in that whole new it's so powerful place.
0: when you think like good bad distance delay yeah i know sin forgiveness these things are all like lacking something right and yes. the trinity all has a wholeness to it complete and 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 because i think one thing that i'm learning is the trinity isn't separate no it's just three reflections of the same thing
1: because there is only one god according to our god is one god
0: yeah and so last night like uh like joe came over with some people we had a bunch of people over Mm -hmm. and uh and i said like i i mentioned that and i said like look you're you're in three phases right now you're my friend you're his dad and you're his grandfather yeah and all three have a different interaction all three have a different Way of mode of operation. Mm -hmm. The mode of operation with me is going to be different than the grandson, yeah, or the son. But it's it's not wrong either way. They're all the same person, yeah. But there's three ways of of experience happening in one moment, Mm -hmm. and that's what I think is so powerful. Especially when we do, um, when we talk about this stuff, is there's multiple multiple levels of experience happening. Based on the perception of where you are Abs- right now, absolutely, and none of them are wrong. No, they're all they're all stepping stones to yes. the next revelation. Glory upon glory, yeah. pr- uh, concept upon concept, precept upon cre- precept. Mm-hmm. You know, like we have to stop judging the process and trust. But that's, that's the thing is judgment always ties you to the ground. Yes. It limits your ability to climb because you're constantly looking down.
1: That's why forgiveness is so powerful. Yeah, It releases us.
0: Well, and even like, like, like I said, I realized the other day, I was a Pharisee and and not in a bad way. God was trying to show me to set me free. Yeah. And, and he even said like, you know, that you don't have to judge. And and I know Sue had said that and mm-hmm. it stuck with me for a while, but then it kind of faded where it's like it's come back to me now where I'm like, Man, I I guess I still am judging a lot. Where like I'm trying to figure out is this you or not you instead of just going, What are you saying through this? Yeah. Because how could it not be? If I'm willing to look, he he can be
1: anything he needs to be, in out in all and through he all you can speak to us through a child. He spoke through a donkey. <laughs> yeah. He can do anything he wants, right?
0: Yeah, he even turned a king like, into one mentally for how long? <laughs> a year? Yeah, The guy went out to pasture. Oh, seven years. Yeah, seven years. Yeah. yeah, you know, like, so, and when you think about that, what was that about? Well, that was showing that he was
1: given over to the instincts of a beast. Isn't it interesting that it's seven years and that the beast nature is the carnal nature and he lasted seven years mm-hmm. until he was restored. Hello. The latter. <laughs> it's wild. It's a it's picture.
0: All, it's all interconnected, Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's why you go through those. Remember we talked about there's the simple or the literal. Yeah. Then there's the hint. Then there's the allegorical, which we just did on that one. And yeah. then there's the math, right? And... um I'm going to show you a little math now. We're just going to end on this into the dimensions. Yes.
0: So uh, one thing that's really cool, Mm -hmm. John, before we started, told me he was going to answer a question from last week. So um, this is uh, a question and answer period, I guess. Mm -hmm. And uh, I want to thank uh, Norlene and Ed just for being so involved tonight and sharing. And I, I love some of the posts here are just unbelievable. I love this. He wants to reveal the real Father. Come on. Yeah. I love Mm it. Mm -hmm. Come on. So good. It's nice to have people who walk with you on here, and we appreciate everybody who's on here. And uh, now John's going to move into answering a question. question. In
1: the simplicity of what I understand, this is not... um, you know, like a boop, physicist, boop, 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 but, but boop. it helps me, <laughs> it helped me understand something yeah. about perception and seeing. Come on, I'm because in. when the veil opens at the top of the ladder, mm-hmm. um, you see, because it says, then face to face, we will know as we've been known. Mm. So that's the place of, of, knowing, in God, knowing all things, one in Him. And that's why the light comes to get you to travel up out of the mind of man or darkness, the carnality. And so a long time ago, I was trying to understand some of this, and he gave me some simple things uh, at the beginning to kind of take me where my mind can't go. Because we live in a third dimension. Mm So we see everything three-dimensionally. So to understand this, we need to look at the first and the second dimension, and then the third, to kind of get an idea of something, and then we're able to kind of ponder to go further. Now, you're not going to really get it probably until God unveils it, but the beginning of it we can do, because that's where we are and who we are. So. If you want to put up that first, if this works, oh good. So in this picture, you'll see a dot on the paper, and that is like a particle or atom, but it it is not a dimension, it's zero point. Then if you put all the dots together, they create a line the second picture and that's the first dimension then if you take lines and you put them all together you see the second dimension which is a plane or a piece of paper if you like or the tabletop here
0: flat, yeah.
1: then you got the third dimension which is all flat pieces of paper or surfaces stacked together create a cube Now, if you look at that, you'll realize that the first dimension's in the second, Mm. and the second dimension and the first dimension are in the third. They're all within each other. Okay? So go to the second picture now. Oh, I guess I need to do that. Thank you. (laughs) Um, Okay, I must have missed one. It's all right. It doesn't matter. The second one was just giving some things that I just mentioned so it doesn't matter so this picture again you see zero point you see the first dimension as the line you see the second dimension as a series of lines and the third dimension the cube which is made up of length width and depth and density we call density so when I look at a bottle I realize there's something in the bottle because I live in the third dimension I understand uh, density. I understand third dimension. It all makes sense to me. Now, to really try to get this, just to get a bit of an idea of, of something before we go to the next. If you were living in a two dimensional world, right? So you can, they're just seeing this right now, right? Yeah. So you can pull that down now for just a moment because I want to show something. Possible? Yeah. Beauty. So, If you were a two-dimensional being and you lived, pretend for a moment with me, and you lived in the second dimension, that's this tabletop surface. I don't know where you could see my hand. Uh, They
0: don't see the um, tabletop. There we go. There they go. Now you can see the tabletop. Good.
1: So you could see where my hand is here. If you were in this dimension here, then I was in this one because I'm a third three-dimensional being. Yeah. You're totally unaware of me, and yet we're all one. Yeah. We're uh, quantumly entangled. So then if I go like this yeah, with my finger... It
0: just looks like a big circle.
1: All you see is the end of my finger, and that's who you think I am. Yeah. So this is some, one of the ways we think we know God. Yes. All right? God's in a multidimensional being. He's in all dimensions. And not only that, he comes from outside heaven. He yeah. created it all so you got this this finger like this and um, if I uh, passed by this it, you might get a ghosting effect on the surface and sometimes kind of like when we used to have TV and you would have the antenna and sometimes you're watching a channel and another channel channel would come across it's ghosting that's what's happening is is you're seeing something from another realm
0: almost like reflections of a a deeper dimension
1: yes so you're you're seeing something here like a lot of people have seen orbs in pictures Mm. those orbs that's not the angel the orb that might be the end of his finger okay (laughs) it's just something he's passing by and you're seeing them you recognize that they're around i remember seeing a picture of uh Mm. um gary oates Uh, i think he was preaching in toronto and right above his head was this massive circle and i recognized right away there was angelic presence with him Mm -hmm. right but that orb wasn't the angel it's not a floating ball no but it's the way it's perceived So the it was captured in this realm yeah so it's, it's easy to easier to understand in the second when I do that, because we live in the third, mm. it's, it's, it's a little easier to perceive what I'm talking about because when we start talking four five six seven eight nine ten, <laughs> it 10, it is like, uh, uh, we can't, you know, now me personally, I have seen into the fifth dimension a couple of times where literally it opened and I seen individuals. So, i know that this is possible as my eyes open as i once at some point see face to face i become a multi-dimensional being i was created in god's image this is a transport system and i can see but i'm blinded because i'm still in that tent of meeting you see until that veil is completely moved all right so we'll go up to the next one I'm gonna stay on this one only for a second, but this is called um, a tetrahedron star. Now, do you see um, that there are three-dimensional cubes, but they're all interlocked? They're all interlocked together, and they create this. Okay, so we're gonna moving towards the multiverse, multidimensional universe. Okay, so it all coincides. The, the thing is, people can move within dimensions, but it's all connected. It's not out in space somewhere. It's right around us. So heaven's right here. It's not a long ways away. Mm. Uh, go to the next one. It's a better picture of that. So then the, the next one is, the, It's again, that's the tetrahedron, which is made up, I think, this one of like 64. But um, you'll see that how they're connected. And they're actually cubes, but in some aspect, they almost look like triangles. Is that if God fills all of this, <laughs> and we, with our separation and mind, are caught in a third dimension, one of these, we have no clue what's going on around us. But this is what God wants to open up. He wants to open this up, but your third dimensional mind, that's a carnal mind. That's why Jesus said, it's like the wind blowing. You won't get this, man. It's not a 12 step program in your mind. It's not going to work. You're going to stay in separation and be angry at people. And that's where you'll stay and death will be your friend and kill you. But this is not what this is about. This is about God and His creation, of which Jesus fills the whole thing. All things exist in Him, and He has called us to this, to move and have our being within Him, right? But He wants to open this up to us, so it really helped me to see how the first dimension is in the second, the second's in the third. So the third is what? In the fourth. The fourth is in the fifth. The fifth is in the sixth. The sixth is in the seventh. They're all interlocked together.
0: Really what it's saying is all things were created by him and through him. And in him, all things, all realms, all dimensions, all existence is. And there's nothing outside of him. No. Therefore, all of this is accessible because we've become one with him. So we, we
1: chose to live out... Of our own understanding and created the constructs that you see in the outer world the way we understand it and separated ourselves from God mm. and and each other and like when you think when you finally start to see some of these things and how we're all united it's like war makes no sense at all mm. all it is is control and what is control it's witchcraft That's what God called witchcraft. So what's used, even we think it's used in a good way to keep people following sin consciousness. It's witchcraft. Yeah, and it's actually, um, what do you call that?
0: Uh, It's actually, we're temporal. That's what I'm looking for. It's the temporal. It's it's just temporal. Yeah. There's nothing everlasting about it. There's nothing that, that brings
1: about the fruit of the other realm, so there's nothing new under the sun. Everything that is, was, everything that will be, has been. It's all now in the tetrahedron, and this is my understanding at the moment. I'm sure I'm very limited in this, but this is math. It's all geometry. Well, Geo- the one
0: thing I liked about it was on this one. Yeah, you could see like the uh-huh. depth
1: of it. Yeah, and how deep it goes. You know, like it's like it's. You know what they call it? Sacred geometry. No. Yes, they do. No, they don't. Yes. They don't do it. Yeah. Because, sacred geometry? Yes, because Come on. it is our home. It's like we um, have been locked down into this realm because of, uh, and and all these things on the outside that keep us in conflict and fear based because God is love. There's no fear in love. So mm. there is no opposite, remember? God has no opposite. So fear's not an opposite of love.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right?
1: It's part of the control that keeps us locked in the mind of man. But once we begin to love unconditionally, Whoa. we love unconditionally, we forgive because forgive, it says, love your neighbor. That's everyone. Especially love your enemies as yourself right how do we expect to ascend back into the fullness to the beginning here as long as we can continue keeping ourselves bound to fear and imprisonment i don't care what you call it if it's separation it's based in fear yeah love look at jesus he's on the cross they just crucified him father forgive them why they don't know what they're doing they're my brothers and I love them. And they're completely in the dark. And they're killing me. And I came here to show them the way out. This is now let's go to the last one.
0: Here one sec. I wanted to, I wanna yeah, hit yeah. this just before yeah, yeah. we move on. Yeah.
1: So I'm looking at this
0: picture right here. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're online with us right now. You can see this, but if you're on the podcast, sorry, go watch the video. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> but yeah. I'm looking at this and I see the blue and I see the red mm-hmm. and I see the white that's connecting it. And all of a sudden, as I was looking at it, mm. I saw that like the father is in the son and the spirit, like the spirit is the the connection points and the father's like the red and the son's the blue. And yeah. this really is actually a deep picture of a, what a trin- a yeah. Trinity could look like. Where there's so much depth and there's no separation between the two. And then he said, and you are one with me as we are one. And like the wild thing is, is those little white balls. I saw them like almost like worlds where people are living in different perceptions of God. That's it. And God's trying to show them that all these perceptions lead to a wholeness.
1: So here's a crazy thing. What if those are the stars, the galaxies up there? That you yeah. think you're seeing, but actually it's all part of this sacred geometry that's going on, and you just can't see. But you can move multidimensionally when you start to walk in this. So now I'm going to show you a picture. Yeah, that's that's kind of wild. So if you remember my experience <laughs> in the bathroom in 1978, yeah, this is called the Merkaba. Now the Meqabah is what Elijah left in. It was called a picture called the the Chariot of Fire. Okay, but actually what it is, is um, this is light surrounded by light and they called it the uh, mystic uh, Jews uh, and rabbis. They called it the mo- the mobile throne of God. So the Ezekiel, what Ezekiel seen on the River Chabar, the mystics would uh, meditate, and this is what they focused on. Now why did they focus on the mobile throne of God, which is part of the transport that allows you to go multi-dimensional? Why did they look at this? Because I believe that's how they accessed it. They they looked within and began to meditate on the mobile throne of God in the tetrahedron or the multiverse, the universe we call it, the multiverse, mm. and they were able to access it and go anywhere in the universe, multidimensional. And so i'm in the bathroom remember the veil's open and thousands of volts are going through my body and i am looking at the mobile throne of god (laughs) this is the very thing god that's why i say i'm going back to my be to uh, the future because the future was there but i wasn't able to access it because i didn't have a clue what was going on Mm. at all and it's taken me 40 some years to get to understand some of these things and um I believe, again, it is a way of traveling. We are light beings, so to travel in the light is to be able to travel at the speed of thought. Created light is, is at 186,000 miles a second and that is created, that's not creative, that's not God. God is creative light, which we recognize uh, as white, and that light is a speed of thought. So when he has a thought, it's already finished. That's how fast it is. I mean, in one scripture it calls it the twinkle of an eye. It's that fast. And so if you access this, which is you to become one with it, where can't you go and how long will it take? A thought Wow and you'll move through this because this is a picture of you being able to move through the multiverse mm. all the different dimensions that are all right here around us right now they're all around us because we in the third are attached to the fourth so when something comes by like we feel a breeze or we feel <laughs> a um we see a ghost-like figure, an impression, guess what? Something just moved by our realm. <laughs> it, it doesn't mean we've seen what it was. Just like my finger on this table. Come on. So this is the understanding thus far that God has given me, and I'm probably a child in this yet, um, because there's, there's so much more to this. The more is being able to, to uh, access it through experience. That's what it is. It's the experience of the kiss, remember? Yeah. This on. is an experience, and and God wants to raise the sons of God to move through these things, to be able to put creation back in place. God's a genius, and that Word doesn't even cut it. It's the best I got, and I realize it's not even good enough. God's all-knowing. He's omniscient. He's not got an enemy. God doesn't have an enemy. He created this. How can he have an enemy, a finite enemy, when he's infinite? Yeah It's down. not even possible. And so he just lock him up in a dimension. Now that guy's not leaving. See? So that's not an issue. you got to look past this. like I said, we go from glory to glory to glory. Like he told me one day, "John, is it better to wrestle in the dark or walk in the light and the war stopped for me. That was a step. I took a step up by listening to him. And I let go of fighting. Come on. And started to walk in the light and desire God more than anything. You know? I love what um, Graham Cook said that the greatest spiritual warfare is looking into the face of Jesus Christ, the majesty of God. That's what it is. Mm. It doesn't it say if you walk in the light, the darkness flees? So if I'm walking in the light, where's the darkness? It's, it's hit the road, Jack. And so I'm not even aware of it because God is saying, John, Bill, Harv, Sam, Sally, come back to me. Come back into the light. Let me carry you like a bride up the staircase into the Father. To know the Father and the Son whom He sent, oh. that's eternal life. That's why we're here, right? To know Him, to understand these things. These things are are uh, not what I got taught in church, but taught by the Father.
0: But what is foreign to us now will be revealed through the Son.
1: Yes, exactly. And once you see, you can't unsee. Come on. And... Oh, yeah, I forgot that. That's another one, thank you, Lord, that I forgot to add into this. That one of the, the translations for the Word of God is the absolute truth. Mm. So the absolute truth does not change. It never changes. It's the same yesterday, today, and forever. It is the everlasting good news, the gospel, the everlasting gospel. That doesn't change. my What I think is true, it's the perception. And it changes as I gain more light, I see better. And seeing
0: sets us free.
1: And seeing sets us free. You will know the truth and the truth will make you free. Right? The Merkaba, God's mobile throne. It's a beautiful thing, isn't it? yeah and even that i don't totally understand yet there's much more to that i know there is
0: yeah no i'm not there yet
1: but 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 i want to take a ride
0: i'm down i'm in
1: yeah i want to go come on or maybe i already have Mm. (laughs) right i'm just uh waking up to where i am come on so what do you think i
0: yeah no that was wild yeah like even just the first levels of it just start to open up the way i think yeah the light yeah the just um yeah it brings a whole new meaning to oneness and what that means is not um a feeling or or an experience but it's actual truth and that uh like even just i think i'm not even on the thing even just the other day uh I forget who it was, but this this guy with a telescope, they realized that what they thought were stars were actually galaxies within our our galaxy. Yeah. I think about that. They thought it was a star, and as they zoomed in, there was a galaxy. They're seeing,
1: like, different solar systems.
0: Within our galaxy. yeah. yeah. Like, it's, like, it's unbelievable. And so the same thing kind of happened to me when you were sharing, and I saw the red and blue with the white. Yeah, yeah. It was like, oh, whoa! Like this is there's more here than I'm giving it. You know,
1: it was good. Yeah, but like back to what we talked about before—that point uh zero five. Yeah, you know, we're we're not seeing the multiverse, or <laughs> seeing the third dimension, Woo! and we've created, you know, ghosts and goblins, right? <laughs> Things crossing the the dimensional uh, lines and uh we're just catching glimpses but we don't yeah. we can't really tell what it is no more than the end of my finger is me i'm much more than the end of my finger yeah but if somebody in the second dimension they might think that's john hey look there he is he's an end of a finger finger yeah, he's a bit and more... he's not even light he's just skin yeah so how great is our god yeah. let's just and in the how great and majestic is our creator who created the multiverse who's all-knowing all unconditional love and that um wants to share it and calls us his beloved which is much more It's an understanding, Mm. an understanding of love and intimacy is what it is. And I'm just, I'm mind blown when I think about it and how good he really is. It's just like, oh my gosh, I can't return to the grumpy sky. God, I'm sorry. After seeing this stuff and what he's showing me. He's just, he gets better every day. Hmm. He's just better every day. Right? Let him kiss you. Let him kiss you. It says, um, kiss the sun. Now, do you understand that line? Kiss the sun lest you die. Hmm. Spiritually die. And then believe in death and physically die. Only to find out. You could have chose life. Uh, the ben sarah, remember? I give you life and death. What you choose, you can have. <laughs> it's good. Thank
0: you, Jesus.